Hey everyone, I'm Lauren. I'm Nick. I'm Eric. I'm Marisol. And we're in week six of our CMAS internship so far, and so we're just going to be talking about the recap of this last week. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, so last Friday we went to, um, what park was it? La Vita Park. La Vita Park, and um, we went without David this time and did our own data collection. Big so what? Boys. We found 130 plants, and on, on those plants we found 98 eggs. So a lot. Yeah. It was a really good part. Yeah, we saw a few, a few monarchs, not too many. But what? Um, so like 98 eggs, and then only a few caterpillars, only like two. Yeah. And like the first in star, second in star, not too far along. Mm -hmm. But then I did my second data check too, and I found 11 eggs, and like out of, out of all my sites, and then four caterpillars. One of them was in like the fourth, fifth in star, almost. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then the others were just like the first in star. So not. Not too crazy. Yeah. I quite literally had no luck. No, nothing. nothing no, no eggs, nothing. And that's uh, terribly unlucky. It's not a big deal though. Friday was pretty cool though. It was like, was you know, having your big boy pants on, like, didn't have, not having David. It was like just us. Yeah. It was pretty cool. We got it done pretty fast too. We got like all Within an hour. Yeah. Dude, like maybe 30 minutes, honestly. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, part How'd you guys Friday go? Um, I'm just chilling because yeah. we had gone to Lincoln yeah. Park um, oh. on Tuesday. We went before, so. yeah. Oh, okay. And we met with um Henry that works there, and it, it was like his second day, but he was like really cool and really want to learn about like our study and what we're doing. And so we showed him like what we're looking at and like the different stars and like the different types of species because we actually saw um we saw different species that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. At first, we thought it was prairie, prairie, prairie. That was the one that we saw. Because at first we thought it was like common, but then like you look under and it's not like soft. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so yeah, yeah, it was prairie. And so that was cool. And we saw a lot of caterpillars and a lot of eggs too. Yeah. And that's surprising because I remember like when we did our first like observations, like when we were first starting, like all as a group, mm -hmm. and we saw like no eggs at all. Yeah. It was just like what, 10%? Oh yeah, like the last like, yeah. six or something. Yeah. yeah, it was like none. But I guess since it's like the peak apparently, like yeah. July, so mm -hmm. it's like a lot more. So and that think, was cool. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I think, uh, what did David say? Like, even late July, we're going to get even more, I think. You know? Yeah. Because they keep laying, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, there was, like, one little group of them that laid their eggs, and now there's going to be some more coming up. Yeah. Really cool. I keep forgetting that. that. <laughs> I know, me yeah. too. I thought it was just going to be, like, like, they lay just eggs, like, like two times. Yeah, that yeah. was going to be, like, one, and that's it. Yeah, you know, too. I didn't even know about this. You know, actually has a couple of uh, milkweeds in this room right now. Yeah. Um, he has, like, yeah. two caterpillars named. Leo and Emma. Yeah, like one of them's in the second and start, yeah. and the other one's still in the first. Kind yeah. of between. It's cool though. So he made like some little pots for them. And they're all swamped. They're five swamps, like by the window. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. Little setup. You know? It's kind of cool to watch them grow each day. It's like crazy how much they eat and like how big they eat. Yeah. They how do, like, like, fast like, they can grow. you see like yeah. how much yeah. they grow? Yeah, every morning they get like bigger. Oh my so god. Yeah. Most of the leaves are just like gone. Yeah. Like, it's like slowly eating away at the top leaves and just making their way down. Yeah. I wish mine had some, like, I have my locations, I've looked like at most of them, and yeah. they don't have, like, anything. They just have a bunch really? of aphids, and yeah. it's so annoying. It looks, like, so bad. Yours are, like, in the city, too, right? Like, in the city yeah, area. like, by the Midway area. Mine's um, by around that area. Actually, that goes well with um, our posters. So, we're doing, what, suburban versus rural? You're, you or, say you're more rural, right? Yeah, I'm area. more, like, in the suburbs area. Wait, was it... Rural versus urban. Yeah, you're more rural, right? Yeah, I'm more rural. Yeah, so mine's, I'm like, mine's more urban. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, I'm like 30 minutes 
like west of okay. here, like southwest. I don't know. And yeah, so it's like a lot of like um, like uh, like I just blinks. There's a lot of like um, forest preserves and okay. grasslands. Yeah, so there's a lot of like like planty areas there, and like a lot of my spots have like gardens. Like my cousins have little gardens with mm -hmm. a lot of flowers. So I think that has to do with it. Like there's a lot of places to nectar for the butterflies. Yeah. yeah. So I think that helps with like having some good eggs. And stuff. I oh, wish it's not the same thing for me, unfortunately. No. But where I have my sites, like there is also a lot of like gardens. It's like people's mm -hmm. like backyards, and they all have like gardens, and they have a lot. But I don't know. I feel like maybe all those plants, like they're pretty tall, so they're like blocking off like the sun that the plants get. Because yeah. most of mine have stayed like the same size, except for like some swamps. Like they've gotten pretty big, but like the butterflies are still like really tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, I, go ahead. oh yeah, I'll go. So for my like, I guess they're also like in the garden, but I think it because they bought like organic soil, like they grew like really tall. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then I have one here, like in campus, but like they died, like five died. So really? yeah, no, so I don't. On like in the like, so you know how like there's like a little courtyard like here in oh, the yeah, between. Yeah. So I planted them there, but like five and died, and the other ones they haven't really grown so. Yeah. Maybe it was a bad spot. Do you think it has something to do? Because you said you put them in planters, right? Oh, yeah. The ones I have here on campus? No, they're actually like on the oh, ground. On the ground. Yeah, oh. they're on the ground. How are the ones I have in planters? They're, that's the ones that are growing really good. Because oh. they have their organic, their organic soil. Mines, mines are in, most of my sites are in planters, so they, oh, yeah. they grew pretty big, actually. I don't even know any. So, I heard the ground, but I think I was saying, the spots that I planted were like right next to gardens and like. My cousins like are really big into it, so they have like yeah. some quality soil there. Mm -hmm. So they're, yeah. they're growing pretty well. Not too bad. Yeah. Like that. I'm sure you guys are taller than mine. My mom does some gardening too, yeah. so it, it really helps yeah. out to have like that available. Yeah, my uncle was telling me he's she's been seeing like tons of monarchs, just like yeah, nectaring mm -hmm. on the flowers being in the house. Really? Yeah. Tons. Yeah, and that house had like seven eggs, one house had like seven eggs. Oh wow. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I've heard of, like that my sites, like people have been telling me that they've also seen like a lot of butterflies. Yeah. But there's no eggs though, which is sad. Yeah. yeah. So what did you guys do this week on the greenhouse? Oh, the uh, greenhouse. Yeah, we, we did it. not. Oh, well, was last, that last, last week? week. Last, last week, I was like, we're oh, not. Wednesday. Well, no, last Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. We literally just like we planted some marigolds, and he had us. Well, some of them, they were like two, and we had to like split them. Oh yeah. He also had us like cultivate some of the, the like the plots, so we had because uh, oh yeah, we had to loosen like, up the soil right, with the yeah. shovels a bit beforehand, mm -hmm. and then we had to dig like really deep and get like the stem nice and underneath the soil, so it yeah. stayed up right. Yeah. And then before that, we did um, you guys did that the week before the uh, oh shoot, where you like take a little Trans oh yeah yeah like, transplanting. Like, we did we saw like, some of them. No, we like, did that. No, everyone else's. Oh yeah, 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 we saw yours. Yeah, yeah wow. we did like we did like eight. We did a bunch. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I only did like five. Really? But yeah, we I think eight. we did I do like five nine. each. Like me and yeah. Yelly, we did like five each. Yeah, Ivanka and I, we did five each too. Uh, I did nine. You did nine. Yeah, I did nine. Oh, oh wow. my god. Yeah, so we'll see if we have some plants next. I managed yeah. to. Well, my son and I went um back this week, and I actually looked at mine that I have in there, and so I like dug it out a bit, and they have roots already. Which oh, is wow. nice. yes. oh yeah, because you showed us what was that like um the root. The hormone like powder, yeah, the yes, hormone yes, powder, yes. yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. I didn't know about that. Before. Yeah. I actually think me and Ayeli, we checked one of you guys, and it has like a really long oh, room. Because wow. they were curious. Because like I planted one, but I don't know the name of the plant. 
It was like really leaping. It didn't have anything. Like, it was dying. So I was just curious to see like if that plant actually had like something. Yeah. Yeah. Matthew said that by next time that we go to a greenhouse, that we can probably like actually plant in the soil now. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. My legs got tired by like the end of it, so it's like yeah. I gave up at the last miracle. So like that was tired, yeah. yeah. You're like yeah. really digging in that, so it was pretty hard that day. I would get, I would have gotten my, but you know, I don't want to get these yeah. like dirty. And the greenhouse, they're um, like growing these miracles because they're actually doing it for the field museum. So they're gonna use them for the Day of the Dead. You know, like they're like very um, symbolic flower for Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, Day of the Dead is yeah. part of Mexican culture, and so yeah, that's why they're growing it. Yeah, for that. yeah, yeah. It's like for the field museum. Yeah? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, do they do like a celebration there? Do they do like a? I've uh, never gone, I guess but I guess event. they do. I, yeah. so. yeah. I mean, I would assume they do. It's a contribution to the field yeah, museum. Yeah, I guess they probably, yeah, have, they probably have like a little themed like uh, yeah. maybe exhibit. Kind of like how the Museum yeah. of Science and Industry has like that Marvel exhibit. Yeah, the Marvel. Yeah. I feel like they would kind of have something similar. Probably outside. Yeah, I think they switch the exhibits out like every few weeks. Yeah, they because do. Because that one was only there for like another week. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So I was actually wondering, like, do any of you guys celebrate, like, Day of the Dead? I know Misa was talking about that. I I don't. I mean, maybe, like, eight years ago when I was, like, 12, because of my grandma, but uh, no, not really. Actually, I don't think my family celebrates any Mexican holidays. I mean, uh, like, my family does it, but, like, it's mostly my mom. Like, she makes, like, an altar at, like, our house. Like, she puts, like, the picture of family and, like, things they like, like, bread or, like, Coke and like giving alcohol in there, and they have like the simposuchi flowers. I don't know if you've seen it, but like there's like orange know. flowers. Like, I think I'll have to show you an image later on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. Is there like anything like special you guys do? Like, what even like, well, I'm not, I guess with the it's not very allows for remembrance of someone that. that's like gone. I mean, yeah. it also isn't it doesn't it like what the, isn't it like the kids' spirits, like, or like. It's like supposedly, like I guess, like there's a path for them to come back yeah. and like visit like family members, and they can have some of their favorite like stuff is there, and you know they can like. And like monarchs it. are actually like symbolic to it too. Like when they like return to Mexico, when it gets like all cold here in the U.S., um, they're supposed to be like the spirits of like kids when they come back, and it's like oh, the day they did around that time. That's that, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Of. The yeah. monarchs when they come back, it's like the spirits of the children. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. Awesome. Yeah, but my family, they, we don't celebrate Day of the Dead really, but I've like asked my parents about it and they were like, yeah, in Mexico we did it. I'm like, why don't we do it here? Yeah. But I guess like I have to start by myself now. It's just, I feel like I don't know a lot of my family members because a lot of them are in Mexico. Um, but I have like some family members that I know that like have passed, so maybe I can do that for them. They usually have like okay. these little sugar skulls too. I oh, yeah. When I was in like the fourth or fifth grade, I kept licking the sugar skull. I don't know if those are edible. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't I know mean, if they're I edible. I think they are. Yeah, I only sure. probably depends which. I hope so. Yeah. I think mean, when I went to Mexico when I was really really little, I like, barely remember, but I think it was like around this time, mm -hmm. and some people were like celebrating that, but I don't really remember. It's celebrated um, relatively early too. Like most people would expect. Like expect it to be celebrated in like October, but I think mm. it's like no. Is it like a long? Like, what's like the? Uh, is it like a day? Yeah, it's one or is day. It like, yeah. okay. It's is it November first? Yeah. Yeah, it's in November. Most like I said, it, like most people would ex expect for it to be celebrated in October, but it's in mm. November. So it's like kind of like a. It's kind of a shock, but at the same time, I mean, 
I mean, yeah. my family, we celebrate like the 31st of October because, like, you know, like we're like involved with cultures here too, like Halloween. Mm-hmm. But like we do like both days. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, it's crazy. So long ago. Oh, and then we went to the Field Museum one day. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Got the free day. Oh, we went to the Science and Industry too. Yeah. So we went to both of those free days. That was really cool. Well, we went to the Science and Industry like an hour before the. Yeah, so we only got like an hour and a half there. And then oh. it was cool. We still we still saw like all the exhibits, Field, just not the superhero. Ones. Field Museum. We had like two and a half hours. Yeah, it was cool. We saw like the. We saw Sue. We saw the mass <laughs> extinctions, and I was like, mass oh, extinction yeah. number three, number four. There was a lot of mass yes. extinctions. It's crazy. I was like, I thought there was only like, what, one or two? Like, and then I saw, I was like, what? Yeah, there's five. I think it was saying that like we're close to one now, too. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, when is the next one? Yeah. Oh. Did, you, did you guys see that? That was so sad, though. Like, um. Like, yeah, like how many animals like go extinct? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they have yeah. like animals yeah. in their every yeah. single day. That's yeah, crazy. dude, I was, that day was at like it was at like thirty already. Apparently, the moon is supposed to shake. Apparently, oh, I saw NASA. That. So it's it like, is? who knows? Is that is that is that the is that the next max extinction question Maybe. mark? Is this like, is yeah. the entire planet going to be? I mean, there's a bunch of global warming like happening yeah. and stuff like that. A lot so of like true. weather issues. Sea levels are rising. Yeah. 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 Step it up. I've definitely noticed that. Like, haven't you noticed the winters are like weird now? They're like, yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. it's like weirdly like late. I yeah. Mean, it's like, like December is like, there's no snow ever. Like, it doesn't like, snow at like, Christmas anymore. It does. It's just like, but it snowed in Texas this past really? winter. It yeah, did. it did. It did. And yeah. they like destroy their pipes and everything because they're not like built for like the winter. So yeah. it's like really bad. They're not yeah. used to it. It's like, oh yeah, it's dude, Christmas in, or Texas, winter in Texas is weird. Like, I had school canceled because ice formed on a bridge. It was, like, so rare. I think in Florida it got really cold, too. And I remember when I was there, I was at Tampa last year, mm-hmm. the, the iguanas were, like, falling out of the trees. It was so cold. Oh, I did see so something they, about it. Yeah, they, yeah. like, freeze up and they just fall out of the trees. So you just walk around and you see tons of iguanas, like, everywhere. And then but they're alive, right? Yeah, they're, they're alive, just, like, they're hibernating. Just, like, yeah, yeah, they're, like, blood. Like, they're cold-blooded. So when it's not yeah. warm enough, they literally just, like, freeze yeah. up. And their muscles stop working. Yeah. And then when it warms up, they like just like rip on it. But then it's getting extremely hot here for some reason, so it's like, here? you know, yeah, it's getting hot. It's getting hot. What was it when we were talking with um, Mary Ashley about like someone's journal? Was it Brenda's journal where it's like by the year 3000, supposed to like Chicago, supposed to have like temperature, like climate, like Texas? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. So they brought up the idea of like bringing species that would survive in warmer climates oh, like here, here yeah. just like re- oh. relocation basically. And it was like, it's pretty crazy, but at the same time, it's like, at this point, like we're going to we're going to Mars, we're doing all this other stuff. So like, who knows? Like anything is like practically possible at this point. Uh, did you guys see Jeff Bezos? His uh, he uh, he rocket to space. Yeah, yeah. he went. Right. He had a successful mission, right? Yeah, he. Wait, well, he's already finished. Like he did like a test run, I think. Yeah. So they did like where did they go? No, he actually they actually went to space. Yeah, like they he they went, go in orbit. He went. I think back, so. Yeah. He went with his brother. He went with an eighteen year old and a seventeen year old, seventy two year old. Oh. There, everybody's hailing like the eighteen-year-old is like, "Oh, he's the youngest person to go to space," and like, there's like the seventeen-year-old is the oldest person to go to space. It's weird. Like, what does he have to go to space for? And he was like thanking his employees, be like, "Oh, this is all because of you that like I'm able to go to space." And then I see a lot of people like saying, "Well, like, um, your workers are like under like bad conditions and all that, oh, so yeah. like you're focusing on this stuff, but you're not focusing on like improving the company and making it better for your workers." I remember seeing people on Twitter um, saying stuff. 
in response to the guy that was like 18, he was like, he's the youngest person to go to space. Was, like, oh, like Rihanna released Pump the Replay at 17. I was like, other oh, stuff was really crazy. She, uh... Oh yeah, in the greenhouse, we also, we got produce. Oh yeah. We forgot we to did. mention that. Yeah, we did, yeah. We did not. We got a few things from Yano. I mean, yeah, you know, you know sure. got some uh, tomatoes and then zucchini. Zucchini, yeah. Yeah, he sliced them up and he baked them. He like, sliced baked it up, put in a little sheep, some foil, some salt and pepper. Yeah. They did it was so good. It really so was. Good. They got fresh carrots that day. Like, oh, they, he carrots? actually, like, took oh, it out, yeah. like, at the moment. Oh, from the dirt. Yeah. 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 Like, they were, like, uh, they're, like, purples, yeah. I guess. Oh, <laughs> I don't know, like, what's called, but, yeah. Ooh. They were in purples, and then we got peppers. And then, what's the name of the plant I told succulent. you about? The succulents. Yeah. We got succulents. Nice. They got, like, full ones, or maybe, like, full succulents? They're, like, some tiny ones. Yeah, they're tiny ones, because mm. they're, they're the ones they propagated. Actually, it took a year. Like the ones we had, it was a year for them, like to be like really tiny. Wow, that's nice, actually. Yeah, yeah. He's showing us how he was like, like a hundred at a time, just tossing them on the ocean. He said it's like at least three months before some of them actually before even like any roots start to grow. So it's like it requires a lot of patience because it's like, you know, it's so long. It's like a quarter of a year. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. They, they also told me, the well, told me and Ayali que they give out the plants. Like, if they have, like, leftover, like, marigolds or, like, even fruits, like, they put it, like, in a cart. Like, by the green well, ones. Oh, I, I yeah. saw a sign that said, uh, free plants. That oh, was, like, yeah, cardboard sign. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you saw that, too, but I yeah. saw that in the greenhouse. So I was like, oh, they give plants away, patiently. Yeah, so the greenhouse are always providing the people, like giving some produce. They always have like plants that they'll give out. So like if anyone ever wants to check out the greenhouse, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And, like I've never noticed it. Like I've been here at USC, what, three years? This is going to be my fourth year. I never noticed it. I just knew it was there. But like it always looked like empty and like that. No one was there. But they're like there every day. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's just, really it's nice. just like, and Adam, right? Adam. Mostly, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I have like visitors. Oh, yeah. Like that. yeah. They're both really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a really good, really cool discussion with us about like yeah. majors and just like mm-hmm. just doing what college is. Like today, we went to LCC and we had some like oh, yes. great discussions about, about like indigenous peoples and mm-hmm. medicine. And we talked about like one of the uh, the mural inside, like there was one section talked about like the you know how indigenous peoples like have been scientists before. Yeah. Oh, oh like, the, the sundial was one of them. Sundial, yeah. The there's only one left, and there was a ton. The colonizers like destroyed all of them, but there's yeah. one left that they did, weren't able to get to. Yeah. Thankfully. Oh. Yeah. It's at Machu Picchu. Yes. Mm-hmm. What was your guys' article about? Mine was about traditional medicine. So we talked about how like here in the U.S. like that's um, a lot of like especially like undocumented immigrants, like Latinos, they'll go straight to like traditional medicine because I guess Western medicine is not as accessible. So they always go to it. And it was talking about how like traditional medicine like focuses on like the spirit, um, like your, was it uh, psychological health and then also like your physical health and all these other things. So just like a way that they connect to it better and it also mentioned how our Western medicine should try to like um, include traditional medicine, like to try to combine both of them, but also like in a safe way because I guess with traditional medicine, like it's not always backed by research, but I feel like it's backed by like experience and 
yeah. like long-term use of them and all that. And so yes. I feel like that's something I'd want to do as a healthcare provider. I think it's cool. That is really yeah. Just like cultural aspects. And yeah, actually kind of help yeah. No, I think that's really interesting. Like I like, I like love doctors that try to like actually like practice preventative mm-hmm. techniques yeah. rather than just like give them just like a bunch of medication yeah. afterwards. Yeah. So, uh, it's so annoying when doctors do that. Yeah, Especially like um, you're doing psychology, like therapists, they over prescribe so much. Yeah, like, they'll walk in and say, Oh, like, I'm a little anxious, like antidepressants, Adderall, all this stuff. Yeah. And just like, take these pills, it'll fix It's you. pretty pricey, too. Yeah, especially, yeah. especially covered by insurance most of the time. Yeah. So they're just, they're just especially, I've heard people are scalping insulin. Like, I've yeah. heard apparently, I don't know if this is like, but apparently, I've heard people have been yeah. doing that recently because it's so expensive nowadays. Oh, yeah. It's just like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. But I can't tell you how many times I've like gotten a cut or a bruise, and my mom's like, "El vaporu, save, yeah. save me." So. My article was just like it was a short little little one about like uh, in Lima, <laughs> they're like reusing the like ancient canals that they built back in the day, and they're like repurposing them. So like they're using the same technology they used all the way back then to like actually help them like uh, solve their uh, what their drought issue. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because I guess like seven months out of the year they're in like extreme drought with it. The rivers that they use for their water mainly is like they're just like foam dry, just like trickling like a little stream. So they redirect the water from the mountains and have like a little canal down. So they're gonna like pave it with concrete and make them like a little bit more modern, a little bit more effective for today. And it's way cheaper than any other method. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Like something used so long ago. And like with people that were like had almost like, I mean, they had technology, but like not, not anything like that we have now. Mm-hmm. And then they could figure that out. So like that. Yeah. yeah, like that. Yeah, those those words. Tech, T E K, technical, technological, ecological knowledge. I think I have a team might be something else, but personally, came to mind. Uh, what is the restoration efforts that um, originated from indigenous cultures that could be utilized uh, per se and to help sustain species that are endangered or um, or can possibly go extinct at some point? And I think it's really cool, you know, and it brought up a lot of moments in history. Um, there's too much to even name, but you get the idea. Mm-hmm. And just like the idea of weaving that into um, sustainability efforts to just like maintain species as much as we can, because we've, a lot of species in this earth have gone extinct, but we mm-hmm. can do what we can in order to sustain her. And wasn't it like about how like the scientists are like working with indigenous people? Yeah, with communities. And like I, they're like helping them like find these um the species that are like native to their land. Pretty much, that was like the entirety of the article. Yeah, just like. And isn't it, are they doing it now? Like, aren't they still? Uh, I think so. It was published in twenty ten. So. Uh, okay. Who knows? I'd look into it. Mm-hmm. That was also your article, my silver. Yes, yeah, that was also mine. So it's pretty much the same thing Eric said. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys did the same one? Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, okay. we were, we were, we were like, partners. Oh, partners. Yeah. What are the odds? <laughs> yeah. I just want to say something like with um, what you call Lauren's article. Mm-hmm. So like when I was, not even that little, when I was like, I guess 10, like I was like just playing, I dislocated my ankle. So like I went to the hospital and like, you know, I got my cast and everything, but like, I don't know if like at the time we were just like really busy. So they just told me like to keep it on, but it wasn't that serious. Uh-huh. And like they didn't actually like fix it correctly because like it mm-hmm. popped out like the oh, next day. So I actually went like with a native, like, you know, a person like in my culture who like, who's like 
se llama una curandera. Mm -hmm. So basically she's like a healer. And so she like she put my ankle like in the right place and I could walk like technically that day and I guess at the time that was like some better like a better option for me. Mm -hmm. So yeah. That's happened to me before. Like, well, not not that, but like, you go to the doctor and they're like, "Oh, you need an extra. You need this, this, yeah. this." And they just try to like get all this money mm -hmm. on you. Yeah. And then I ended up like I like fractured my like forearm or something. Mm -hmm. and it ended up just being like I didn't need anything on it. Just mm -hmm. like rest it. And oh. I had to pay for like like three different X-rays and like it was all this stuff. It was like yes. I ended up being like five hundred dollars for the for the total. Oh, yeah. So yeah. say yeah, it's, to, it's crazy expensive. Yes. There's definitely alternatives. Yeah. And it's it's really about knowing what you're getting into like mm -hmm. don't obviously like dabble into home medicine if you don't know anything about it yeah. but it's like there's definitely practices that do work and are effective and as a uh, cost effective than going to a hospital getting charged like 500 dollars yeah that's crazy so, yeah, my, my sister's actually doing i don't know if you know like there's do and then md mm -hmm. for med school yeah. so i think do is like more they teach them about like natural medicine yeah. and stuff so that's pretty cool so she's she's excited for that yeah yeah, I also have like a similar story to like Marisol. Um, well, it's not my story; it's like my dad's story. I like mentioned it before too that when he was in Mexico, like he had like a bladder stone or kidney stone, or he had a lot of pain first. He didn't know what it was, so he went to a doctor, and like he lived in like rural areas, so it was a lot for him to go out to the doctor. And so the doctor was like, "Yeah, you have like a bladder stone; like you need surgery." And my dad was like, "Not with it." He was like, "I do not want that." And then like for him to have to pay that, like he was not able to do that. So he just went to like an herbalist um, and then the herbalist like yeah, pulled out a book and then he like looked through the stuff and he was like, look, this is good for um, like kidney stones. It was like a recipe for like a tea or something. And he was like, go find this plant. Like it's like somewhere over there, like where he lives. Um, and so just like drink it for like a week and it like it helped him and he didn't need surgery. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's crazy what knowledge can do. Knowledge yeah. is power. Oh yeah. Especially if you know your environment. Yeah, you like crazy. there's some stuff around here. Like I've been seeing a lot about like how dandelions are good for like heart health. There's just like a bunch of random yeah. stuff mm -hmm. that you just find right outside your house. That it's, be, like, it's also good like if you're ever stranded or like if you ever yeah, just yeah. if you ever stuff, wounded yeah. like if you ever if anything happens like if you know anything about your environment like it can definitely help. You mm -hmm. know? Oh yeah, definitely yeah foraging. Yeah, especially yeah, it's crazy good stuff to know. Yeah. Well, we started our new book, Braiding Sweetgrass. Oh, yeah. You guys like it? Yeah, it was an interesting intro because I feel like it's very different to Finding Latinx. Like, it's yeah. like feels like more like it's a more it's creative more writing. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, very, I very like it, yeah. Like, the little story about was it called like Turtle Island? Yeah, yeah, like, that like was that cool. Yeah. The Sky Woman. That was really yes. cool. I like that. Mm -hmm. No, I honestly, I really like that because it's like it kind of like talked a little bit about Eve and like the. Yeah, the yeah. Garden. The, the mm -hmm. how, like, I just thought it was interesting how, like, when, like, when you're a kid and you're in, like, Catholic school or, like, in, like, a Christian church or whatever, mm -hmm. they always teach you, like, oh, like, God gave this land, like, for you and you can use, like, everything on it. And it's mm -hmm. just, like, yours for the taking. Yes, yes. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's where I thought was, like, a lot better the way it was, like, oh, like, they gave you something and, like, you give it yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. Yes. It's, like, a little bit more reciprocated with nature yeah. instead of just, like, it's all yours for the taking. And I feel yeah. like they take that the wrong way and they're just, like, oh, I mean, it's mine. Mm -hmm. And they just, like, yeah. I feel like especially like indigenous communities like focus on giving back. Mm -hmm. yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. And like they're the ones that are always like feel like advocating more for like, I don't know, like earth and taking care of it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like yeah. Oh, going back to them. Yeah, I really like the part when like, you know, like in a talk, like saying like the lady, she's like the first immigrant coming in. 
But like at the time, like when she was like a guest in like the Turtle Island, like she wasn't thinking about just her. Like she was thinking about like her grandkid. So she was like always like a step ahead. Yeah. Oh yeah, they were saying like you should treat the land mm -hmm. like 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 you care about your mm -hmm. future grandchildren, mm -hmm. future yeah. like generations. Kind of like a, like you want them to have the same things you did, like the same. I feel like recently, like that's not been happening. Yeah. Kind of like the golden rule. It's like a golden rule, but the new one. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like nowadays people just don't care. It's, it's weird because like, uh, yeah. a lot of people in my community were actually being born with breathing uh, deficiencies because uh, we had like power plants. Oh. Yeah, and they were like emitting nauseous. They like gases. destroyed oh, yes, them. Yeah. yeah, they, they destroyed, destroyed them. It. And this was during COVID, like when there's like mm -hmm. all this stuff going yes. on where like respiratory problems. They didn't care. Like they really don't care about these communities. They don't. Yeah. It's just like being put in like very underdeveloped uh, like, communities and it's just like. Thankfully, I wasn't born with any breathing problems. Or like, who's to say that like might be? But even if you're not, I feel like that still comes yeah. like issues. It can comes up. It can come yeah, up later. Know, it can yeah. come up later in life, and it can even spring up genetically. So yeah. it's like, yeah, like I don't know if you guys have heard of like the love canal thing. Have you heard of that? No. It was like some issue with where like this like waste company buried a bunch of like toxic waste, and like just they just like found this like um what it was like a like a canal, and they dug it out put it all in there and then buried it and then uh like a subdivision moved in mm -hmm. and then all these kids that were being born were like growing up with these like genetic defects like, oh, like they were developing like cancer and all that stuff it's like yeah it's crazy that these companies are just like oh they don't even care they'll just throw all the stuff in the ground like 20 feet down like not even that and then it just all comes up and just messes everything up yeah a few years later they just don't care yeah little it's really by little, we're paying we're paying the toll yeah even if it's like not us that are directly responsible, like mm -hmm. everyone else around, like suffers those consequences, you know. Yeah, but there's people out there that want to change that, and mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I feel like our our generation is like really getting into like environmentalism, mm -hmm. yes. wanting to like make a change. Actually, that's nice. Yeah. It's only one can dream, you know. Only but hopefully, uh, it's not extinct. I'm not. Time, right? I'm not very hopeful though. All um, right. that's, that's all the time we got for today. Yeah, uh, thank you for listening. For tuning in. I'm Eric. Tune in next week. I'm Nick. I'm Lauren. Tune in next week. I guess tune in next week. Mighty <laughs> Tune in next week as our other group of interns discuss a completely different topic. So yeah. stay tuned. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. UIC CMOS is an NSF-funded program that aims to advance the education of Latinx students in STEM at UIC. We aim to do this by integrating culture and science through the theme of monarchs and milkweeds. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of our sponsor, NSF, or our university, UIC.